You're listening to Ithaca Now, WICB's weekly news podcast focused on stories in the Ithaca community. I'm your host, Inbaini Anbarasan, and thank you for joining us. On tonight's episode, WICB news correspondent Caroline Grass talks to members of the newly re-recognized TEDx club at Ithaca College. When I was a freshman, I was trying to find clubs to join, and I came across Ithaca Talks, and nobody was doing it anymore, and I was like, oh, well, there's a lot of potential, especially in the Ithaca area, for a really meaningful TEDx conference. Current and former news directors Himadri Sait and Jay Bradley shared their experience going to a Darwin Days event. Female has a much smoother uh, top of her head here where she has a little bit of bumps but she doesn't really use them. And we revisit an old Valentine's Day story from seven years ago focused on love as not just romantic love but kindness. One time I was crying about taking 18 credits one semester and my roommate stayed up with me for like five hours and like hugged me and listened to my problems and it was really great. But up first we have Jordan Broking and Jay Bradley with Community Beat. The Kitchen Theater is back with Tanya Siracho's drama, Fade, offering insight into class distinctions in the workplace and how that relates to Hispanic Americans in a U.S. office space. The play is running Wednesday through Sunday until February 20th at the Kitchen Theater on West Martin Luther King Jr. Street in Ithaca. A local Tompkins County resident was sentenced to 20 years in prison after being convicted of trafficking and firearm charges. 31-year-old Shamik Halls admitted to selling crack cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl multiple times in Broome County between 2018 and 2019. The FBI later seized three handguns, an AR-15-style weapon, and ammunition from Halls, which he later pled guilty to. Halls forfeited all of his firearms, currency, and ammunition during this case. He will also serve an additional five-year supervised release sentence once his time in prison is completed. Ithaca's LGBTQ History Walking Tour has been given an award by the American Historical Association Committee on LGBT History. The Alan Brube Prize for Outstanding Work in Public or Community-Based LGBTQ History was given to the historical tour, which can be downloaded on the app Pocket Sites. It was created three years ago by IC students and Ithaca College Center for LGBT Education Outreach and Services Director Luca Maurer. A new health clinic in Ithaca just opened up right at the City Harbor. Guthrie Ithaca City Harbor is a three-floor medical facility that specializes in a wide array of medicines from endocrinology to sports medicine. They also offer state-of-the-art equipment in regards to mammograms, orthopedic surgery, and gastrointestinal and endoscopy suites. Walk-ins and primary care appointments are available at the Guthrie, and appointments can be made in advance online. Rezoning in Trumansburg is going to take some time. The Village of Trumansburg Committee adopted a new version of the Village Comprehensive Plan, which focuses on tackling a review of its various zoning policies, such as residential, short-term rentals, and commercial districts in different waves based on priority, starting with residential zoning rather than in one. The process will go on from now until 2024. Ithaca's acting mayor, Laura Lewis, announced that she will run for office in this year's election to finish up Savante Marek's term. Lewis says she chose to seek out the remainder of the term to ensure continuity and stability during this transition, which she sees being through 2023. 
As far as her platform goes, Lewis is a supporter of the Green New Deal and reimagining public safety initiative. She also said housing will be a top priority to her mayoralship. Lewis is now the first person to announce their candidacy for the mayor of Ithaca since Savante Myrick stepped down from his position earlier this month. For Jay Bradley, I'm Jordan Broking. TED Talks are known across the world as platforms where experts from all walks of life share their thoughts, experiences, and ideas. TEDx, independent from TED, is more community-focused and will be establishing a presence in Ithaca College this fall with their third-ever event. WICB News correspondent Caroline Grass talked to members of TEDx Ithaca College, a re-recognized club that is working to revive TEDx in Ithaca. Over winter break, a re-recognized student organization got the green light to host a TEDx event, which will be held October 22nd in Emerson Suites during the fall 2022 semester. TED, which stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design, is a nonprofit organization that was founded in 1984. They hold conferences where speakers deliver short talks on a wide variety of topics, which attracts thousands to the conferences and millions of viewers across the globe looking to listen to inspirational and informative TED Talks. TEDx is independent from TED, and their mission is to research and discover ideas worth spreading. Over 3,000 community-based TEDx conferences run every year, and Ithaca College will now host their third-ever event. The previous TEDx events at the college were held in 2014 and 2017, and there were plans to hold a conference in the spring of 2020 run by the club Ithaca Talks, but the event never materialized as the COVID-19 pandemic hit. The club was re-recognized by Camille Brock, the president, and renamed TEDx Ithaca College. My name is Camille Brock. I'm a sophomore communication management design major. When I was a freshman, I was trying to find clubs to join, and I came across Ithaca Talks, and nobody was doing it anymore. And I was like, oh, well, there's a lot of potential, especially in the Ithaca area, for a really meaningful TEDx conference. And so I just took it back up. There are about eight students in the organization, and over winter break, the group got approval by TEDx and the college to host this event. It was, it was a pretty long process, so it's a main form you have to go through. You have to have an advisor, you have to have a plan. Basically, you come up with a theme and then you have to pitch example TED Talks. So our theme, this upcoming talk is going to be empowerment. Um, and we had to come up with talks we would like to see, ways we would like to engage the community, what sponsors we would potentially have, stuff like that. And we have to submit that to the TED board and they either approve it or reject us. Luckily, we got approved. Going through the TEDx people and then also going to Ithaca College to make sure that, you know, we've got all the licenses and everything that we need to have. Uh, but I think, you know, it'll all be worth it in the end when we get to put on this conference. That was? My name is Brady Spaulding. I am an IMC major and I'm a junior here at Ithaca. And? Hi, I'm Claire. Um, I'm an IMC major and I'm a sophomore. So the president of our club, Camille, we're actually kind of like all friends we were friends before um this club and she came with us with the idea of like hey would you want to uh help plan a tedx conference and i think we were all collectively like yeah sure that sounds actually really fun 
IMC stands for Integrated Marketing and Communications, and the major is a joint program between the business school and park school and focuses on advertising, public relations, marketing, and sales. Brady and Claire are both members of the organization, and Brady explained the difference between a TED and TEDx event and how he thinks the event will bring the community together. Essentially, it's a way for people who are a big fan of TED Talks or just the general spreading of interesting information to put on a TED Talk of their own without needing to travel a great distance to go to these big TED Talks that happen only every so often. Along the lines of that, exactly, is I think one thing that really drew me to TED was, you know, it is more of a grassroots people coming in the community, working together to put this on. Ed Snyder is a professor at the college and spoke at the TEDx Ithaca College Conference in 2017. I have been at Ithaca College, this is now the end of my seventh year. I teach in the Communication Management and Design program in the Park School. And generally my classes are about graphics and especially designing computer graphics for visual communication. Ed's talk was about visual illiteracy, which is when people haven't learned how to find, interpret, evaluate, and use images, visuals, and symbols. In my talk, I talked about how there's some visual communication is very direct, but then there's other visual communication that's more symbolic. You know, like when you watch a perfume ad and you're like, what is even happening in this perfume ad? They don't care. They, like, you're not really supposed to understand that. You're supposed to take an emotional, artistic reaction away from it. And so semiotics and visual language is something that's fascinating to me that most people don't even realize is happening around them. It's so instinctual to us. And so that's was, I knew what my topic was right away. During Snyder's talk, he explained how he worked in a prison as a teacher, and many people couldn't read, write, or recognize symbols we take for granted, like maps. And he talked about how visual symbols had to be taught. I just think like the best TED Talks help you reframe the way you think about things. You know what I mean? And it helps you when people share experiences that reframe the way they think about things. You know, like when I was 21, I graduated college, and the job market was horrible. I ended up teaching in prison and meeting guys who are exactly my age who couldn't read and now are in prison it just reframed everything in my life it really did like i was like oh my god i'm so lucky <laughs> and so uh but like that's what to me like what good ted talks about you know what i mean and so like experiences that maybe made you see things differently and so i think like that that's where if we're going to get the most use out of it in terms of community positive engagement that's what i would probably say is people sharing like experiences that help them see things differently. The theme for the upcoming event is empowerment, and Camille explained how the group decided on the idea. We're going with the theme empowerment, especially because of everything that has happened um, with the social justice issues, and we think that's kind of an all-encompassing theme. So um, kind of just like anything that people would think falls under the theme of empowerment. I think that's kind of the beauty of our theme. There really are a lot of voices on this campus that need to be heard now more than ever with all the struggles that have been happening recently. And I think there's really a potential here for, for, for this event to provide that voice and to bring people together on topics and share perspectives that maybe haven't been heard um, or haven't been heard nearly loud enough. Schneider talked about what he thought of the talks and overall event that was presented in 2017. By and large, there was an awareness that this event was taking place. And I think one of the things that was most surprising to students is that they should have done it themselves. 
there were a lot of talks from students at the last one that I participated in that I thought were fairly compelling. Uh, we have some really interesting people on this campus, you know, who have done really interesting things in athletics and sports, um, in research, you know, in volunteer work. And so uh, say things students knew about it, but secondarily, uh, but the thing they didn't know is they should have done it. Camille thought this event could bring students together from all parts of the college, from speakers to volunteers needed to run the event to do audio, video, and other event planning activities. So we're really hoping to draw from like speakers from different schools, even the Ithaca community itself. So kind of like unifying that because we are like one school. We're not just separated into, into our little bubbles of like, you know, like health sciences or park or so kind of unifying the speakers in that way. We are hoping to enlist some park students to film. So yeah, kind of giving not only speakers an opportunity, but like students also an opportunity to get involved to practice, you know, like their photography, their like live events skills, because obviously we have the live events minor at park and um, just different opportunities like that. Applications are open to anyone from students to faculty and Ithaca community members. The application will open on February 19th and will require the applicant to write about their idea they want to speak about and include a short video of them speaking an overview of their talk or introduction. More application information will be sent out through emails, posters around campus, and on the organization's Instagram page, TEDx Ithaca College. Camille said TEDx events have the ability to bring people together and learn from each other. And she said she hopes this event can bring the Ithaca College campus community together as well. I think that there's just been a lot of turnover in faculty and a lot of people are saying, you know, like, Ithaca isn't what they thought it was or Ithaca isn't, you know, what they're used to. And I think obviously universities, colleges go through changes just as any organization goes through changes. But at the root of it, like we're still Ithaca, like we're still the same students. And there are still faculty and staff here who are passionate about the school and students who are passionate about the school. And like having this opportunity for students to come together and hear each other and just share. For WICB News, I'm Caroline Grass. A series of events were held by scientific communities in Tompkins County from February 6th to the 12th in celebration of the annual Darwin Days. Former and current news directors Jay Bradley and Himadri Sate visited one of these events held yesterday, where they got a chance to get up close and personal with some insects. <laughs> this is AJR Rosehair Tarantula. Um, she's a Chilean rosehair, so uh, lives down in South America and... The special thing about her, aside from being venomous, which she's not dangerous in any way, it's like a bee sting, but the hairs on her back, she can rub her legs on them and they'll kick up and they irritate eyes and nose and mouth to ward off predators, um, but they don't actually kill the predators, so it learns to not try to eat other uh, rose hairs. Ithaca celebrated Darwin Days 2022 from February 6th to 12th with a series of virtual and in-person events themed Incredible Insects. These events were organized by the Paleontological Research Institute in Ithaca and the Museum of the Earth in collaboration with Cornell University's Department of Entomology. 
Darwin Days is an annual international celebration of the birth and work of Charles Darwin. The first ever Darwin Days events were held in 1995 in the U.S., organized by the Humanist Community of Palo Alto, California. Darwin Days events generally focus on spreading the idea of science as a tool for the betterment of humanity. In less dramatic words, Darwin Days events are a reminder of how cool science can be and a way for communities to bond over scientific ideas. This Darwin Day, officially celebrated on February 12th, the day Charles Darwin was born more than 200 years ago, Himadri and I visited an event called Insect Encounters in the Museum of the Earth in Ithaca. As we walked towards the museum classroom, the first thing we saw there was the new insect exhibit under construction and a man sitting on a table with a massive cockroach on his finger. These are missing cockroaches. So the dubias are not an actual cockroach. Uh, they're just a generic roach. Uh, hissing cockroaches get their name from hissing, uh, they're from Madagascar. Uh, males have these nice little bumps on their backs, they'll use them to run into each other like rams and knock each other off of tree limbs or to impress females. Uh, and then the female has a much, she actually hisses though the male doesn't. Um, female has a much smoother, you really don't want to be held today. Female has a much smoother uh, top of her head here where she has a little bit of bumps, but she doesn't really use them. And then this female right now, you can see, has white stripes on the inside of her exoskeleton. She's getting ready to molt. Um, so she's, uh, you can see her new skin is kind of underneath there, her new exoskeleton. Um, and they're similar in that when they're younger, it's hard to tell the difference between males and females until they get a lot older. That's Chris from the Nature Center, which is a part of the PRI in Ithaca. There, he gave us a hands-on encounter with tarantulas, roaches, isopods, and beetles right up close. All of these events served the goal of engaging people with science and nature in ways they might not have otherwise. For many people, it could take an extra push to see bugs as anything except creepy crawly pests. Oh, I love it. I think it's the, yes, an approach uh, more person to person you know, to know about the insects. I think there are people who learn different ways, not just through the you know, window. Larissa Vega and her family were at the Museum of the Earth for her daughter's birthday after putting off going for a long time due to the pandemic. They brought in a fossil for them to investigate there. In the process, they learned even more than they expected to, thanks to the event. So, having the animal there, it's... I have to interact with those little animals because you see, oh, you just... Yeah. The more you learn, the more you I wouldn't, I wouldn't deal with a cockroach anyway. <laughs> 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 Definitely. I, I knew that they have wings, but I didn't know that they don't use it anymore. Events like Darwin Days bring encounters with science out of the lab so that everyone can get something new out of it. The Museum of the Earth and other science organizations in the area host many like it throughout the year. And if you're looking to get into some of the insect action, don't fret. The Museum of the Earth's new exhibit, Six-Legged Science, opens this March in collaboration with Cornell's Insect Collection. For WICB News, I'm Himadri Sait. And I'm Jay Bradley. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and whether or not you have a romantic partner in your life, something that you probably desire is more kindness in this world. Former WICB news correspondent Melanie DeLimo looked for love as acts of kindness in Ithaca College in a story she did seven years ago. Here's what she found. 
Love is in the air this weekend, so I went around Ithaca College's campus to see what people thought were the kindest and sincerest things someone else had done for them. And I'm just thankful for like, even if I get, I don't know, crazy or if I'm in the wrong, my friends will always stick by me and they're really loyal and I'm just really blessed to be surrounded by such beautiful and loving people. One time I was crying about taking 18 credits one semester and my roommate stayed up with me for like five hours and like hugged me and listened to my problems and it was really great. Week before my, uh, week before Valentine's Day, my parents drove up for my birthday for six and a half hours and then drove back in the same day to celebrate my birthday with me. Well, my parents are paying for like a lot of my college and um, after high school I got to travel to Central America for three months and they paid for part of that, which is really, really nice. <laughs> The most sincere thing that I have ever experienced is from my parents supporting me and allowing me to dream what I wanted to dream and do what I wanted to do. Um, when I was in eighth grade, my Eng English teacher told me that I had the best speech that she's ever heard and that I had a potential to be a great writer. A great aunt who was uh, saved up a lot of money and she gave a portion of that money to myself and each of my siblings when we turned 18 and I used it to come to the States for a year as an exchange student and uh, that changed my life utterly. <laughs> for the, in recent memory the nicest thing that somebody has done for me is uh, my employers at a restaurant called Sungums uh, actually fed me for a week because they knew my meal plan wasn't working and so they gave me food three meals a day every day for the entire week until my meal plan started working again. So um, my birthday was last week and my roommate spent like a month and a half organizing this whole surprise party for me with all of my friends and it was really cute and it was just really nice of her. Well, I had a friend this morning uh, and I was just talking to them about, you know, because I'm a senior and I'm thinking about jobs and stuff and they just told me that with my charisma and my talent that I can do whatever I want to do and they think that I'm going to be really successful and that was just really nice to hear and a nice compliment. I'm a, actually a cancer survivor, so I had a Make-A-Wish. So I'd say probably getting a wish from the Make-A-Wish Foundation is probably the, the nicest thing because all these people went out of the way just to, you know, fulfill what I wanted. So I'd probably say my Make-A-Wish trip to Alaska for a week was the most sincere, nicest thing. So, A lot of them vary from little things like compliments and kind words to bigger moments like surprises and special occasions. But most seem grateful for family members giving them opportunities or friends lending a helping hand. I'm Melanie DeLima, WICB News. That's all for this edition of Ithaca Now. You can listen to all of our stories on WICB.org. And if you'd like to listen to past shows, follow WICB on SoundCloud. And subscribe to Ithaca Now to hear the show anywhere, anytime. Also, subscribe to the latest to hear our daily newscast every weekday. Just search WICB News Presents on your favorite podcast app. For more updates throughout the week, follow WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This show wouldn't happen without the support and assistance from Manager of Television and Radio Operations Jeremy Menard, WICB Station Manager Connor Hibbard, and Programming Director Lou Baron. Thank you. Ithaca Now is produced by News Director Himadri Sait with assistance from News Managing Director Jordan Broking, News Production Director Beck Legato, and Social Media and Web Coordinators Emma Kristing and Inbaini Anbarasan. All of the music from our show's intro and outro come from Dr. Dundiff of Louisville, Kentucky. Have any feedback, story ideas, just want to say hi? Feel free to reach out by emailing news at wicb.org. 
We will be back with a full episode of Ithaca Now at 7 p.m. next Sunday. 